Hey friends, welcome to Friday, April the 8th, and to today's episode of Enough for Today, we wrap up another week. And thanks for joining with me throughout this week. We finished Psalm 39 yesterday. We've done, I've already preached through, I should say, Psalm 40 in a sermon series. Uh, I don't remember particularly, but it was probably um, Emotionally Healthy Holidays, which would have been a couple years ago, coming through November. I did select Psalms. So if Psalm 40, you just got to grab it. Uh, That's probably where you want to go onto the ebcnewington.com site. Click on on message series um, and scroll down to the series on emotionally healthy holidays. Um, So we are today beginning a new Psalm, Psalm 41. And as we do, our tradition is that when we introduce a new Psalm, we just set it up, we read it together, and uh, we just kind of implant it in our hearts for, for reasons of meditation, consideration, thinking through uh, what we're reading. So this is another Psalm of David. I have um, bad news. It's also another hard Psalm. Um, so he's dealing with sin. He's coming through sickness. There's problems in his life um, and he's going to God. And so there's a lot to learn here, but again, it's going to be a bit of a, a hard journey. Um, there are 13 verses to this Psalm. And uh, David is uh, dealing with results of sin. He's dealing with betrayal and conspiracies. His enemies used his, his, God's chastening his life as a reason to expect him to die or not to make it. They're just waiting for him to fall. They just couldn't wait uh, for his demise. And if they could, if they, they could advance it a little bit, they would. David had been a good king and a, and a faithful, generous, kind a loyal man, a man of honor in most respects, but uh, he had people around him that betrayed him, exploited him, um, were using him for their own ends, and uh, and then very badly mistreated him and dealt him unju- uh, injustice. And I want to say before we even read this that Oh, it's also a lot of health trials David was dealing with in conjunction as a result of his sin, not to say that all health trials are a result of our sins. Um, but in this case, David draws the connection that God's dealing with him and that it, it was affecting his health. Uh, but what I wanted to say is this, um, that injustice and um, conspiracy, you know, politics amongst bodies and, and, and groups and families and friends of people, um, it shouldn't be as common as it is. I don't know how common it is in your life and in your world, but um, it's not uncommon in my life that somebody constructs a narrative or a storyline that just isn't true. I mean, completely false. Even as I record this, I was on the phone yesterday and this morning, very early, um, explaining a situation to somebody who, when they reached out to me, had a completely false narrative about me, okay, in their mind, that I'm not talking about it was just misconstrued. I'm talking about the, the words strung together into sentences and paragraphs that formed a story that was told about me was not even remotely close to the truth. Um, but, and ironically in my life, not about your life, but in my life, it's professing believers that have 
told the most egregious kinds of lies about me. And you wonder, well, how could I even tell you this with a smile? I, I guess it's just that after 53 years of life and 32 years of ministry and marriage, number one, nothing surprises me. I don't do this because I want everybody to be nice to me or um, I, don't, I don't expect the world to be drama free. But I can tell you this, I'm not going to give the drama any power in my emotions or psyche. I don't have the margin. Um, as a pastor, I've got my mind and heart into too many legitimate needs, legitimate purposes and causes to be detoured or distracted by senseless emotionalism and drama that really is contrived um, by toxic people or by dishonest people or unethical people. And um, I don't know if that ever unfolds in your life, my friend, but it only has the power over you that you give it. Um, and God is the just judge. He knows the truth. And when you're living an honorable life, there's a price because not everybody around you is going to be honorable. And when you decide to live an honorable life or a life of integrity or honesty, sincerity, um, you are easily taken advantage of. People who have other motives and other agendas will capitalize on the honor and sincerity of your heart to simply believe them. So um, expect if you're going to decide to do the honorable thing, it's not always going to come back on you with reward and pleasantries, okay? Sometimes it's going to be uh, hijacked. And David's experiencing that kind of injustice and betrayal from people that he thought were his friends, and that is always so painful. Well, I don't want to continue to, to um, bloviate, is that the word? But let's read Psalm 41. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth. Thou wilt not deliver him in, unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou wilt make all his bed in sickness, in his sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die? His name shall perish, and his name perish. And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity. His heart gathereth iniquity to itself. And when he goeth abroad, he telleth it. All that hate me whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, cleaveth fast unto him. And now he, now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, mine own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me, and raise me up, that I may requite them. By this I know that thou favorest me, because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. 
And as for me, thou upholdest me in mine integrity and settest me before thy face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen and amen. Now, I don't know how well you know me, but to be able to read that psalm and not stop and comment was quite a victory (laughs) because, oh my, um, there is some great stuff before us. What a wonderful psalm. What a deep cry to to a God who is God from everlasting to everlasting. Well, my friend, we close out this week um, starting Psalm 41. Now, my encouragement to you is that you take this psalm and uh, read it again maybe when we're done and just start letting your mind muse on these concepts. Maybe go through and highlight the big words, uh, the, the key words, the action words, the, the operative words. Think about these things. We'll see you Sunday at church or Monday morning back on Enough for Today. Have a great day.